0: Yesterday, uh, kind of confirmed, but it, it really came in strongly on Friday while we were praying. It was there coming in, but on Friday while we were praying, the thing just came in and was established. And I got back home and told my wife, I'm sure God wants me to talk to the church about this. Now watch this. You can't live outside of the course that God has for you. And be happy. Fulfilled. Now you may say, what's the topic? Oh, okay. I'm talking about fulfilling your days. Fulfilling your days. Every one of us, I'm I'm sure I'm not being able to finish what I have today. Maybe another time I'm going to complete the acts, but I'm going to give a few definitions this morning. You can't live and be happy on this world. As well as a believer. Unless. You've come into agreement. To do exactly. What God has ordained you to do. Look at the book of Psalm 39 verse number 4. Psalm 39 verse number 4. The Bible says. Lord. Make me to know my end. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. And the measure of my days. What is it? That I may know how frail I am. Lord, make me to know my end. You know what? I know that there is something you want to do with me. I know that there is something that I came here to do. Can I know that thing? This is a good prayer point. (laughs) Hallelujah. Lord, make me to know my end. Let me know. And the measure of my days in all the world... How long am I going to exist? Not just how long, but what are the things I'm supposed to do within this period of my existence? Can I know that, O oh Lord? Hallelujah. Let me know. Let me know. That's a prayer of David. Now, let me start a few definitions here. The word "my days" is from the root word, which means to be hot. They as to warm hours, whether literal or from sunset to sunset, or from one sunset to the next, or figuratively, a space of time defined by an associated term, which means when we talk about days, we're not talking about how old you are going to be that is in a measure included but basically when we talk about days we are talking about what you are supposed to be doing while you're alive hallelujah the activities that i'm going to define this properly maybe next week because what i have today is a little bit different but it's still part of it i really want to discuss the issue of cost today cause c-o-u-r-s-e, C-O-U-R-S-E. Some of that I'm going to be discussing days properly so that you can understand. But just in case, I have to get you into insight. Remember this, the Bible says, As it was in the days of Noah. The days of Noah have nothing to do with how long Noah lived. But the days of Noah have to do with the time he got the message to preach and when he stopped preaching, in time the flood came and when the flood ended that has to do with the days of Noah so when he said God let me know my days what he's saying is can I begin to understand why I'm existing can I begin to know what you want me to do can I begin to know oh God because I know I'm just a free man what it means is I do not have a conviction of living continuously I know one day I will get old I know one day there are some things I will not be able to do but before that time can I know what you want me to do Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Now go to Psalm 11. What is this? 119, I'm sure. Verse 32. Psalm 119 verse 32. Psalm 119 verse 32. Hallelujah. The word days means chronicles. When you talk about chronicles, we are talking about things that are documented. We are talking about account that has to do with events. So, if you talk about the book of Chronicles, for instance, you are talking about the record that we written down of kings and their activities in Israel. Hallelujah. That is one of the meaning of the word days. Can I know my days, O oh Lord? Are we there in Psalm 119? Let's look at verse 32. What is it saying? I will run the way of thy commandment when thou shalt enlarge my heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will run the way of thy commandment when thou shalt do what? Enlarge my heart. Now, the word way is the Hebrew word derek, which means a road. It means a course of life or mode of action. And I want you to take note of that. I will run the way. Meaning, I will run a course of life or mode of action that you have commanded for me. Hallelujah. King James said the way, so if you go to New 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 King James, what you're going to see instead of the way you're going to see cause. I will run the course of life or mode of action that you have commanded for me. For you shall enlarge my heart to do it. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to make you see that everybody has a cause in life. Everybody has a way in life, and you need to determine that. That's what the first prayer said. Can I know my end? Can I know the cause you have for me? Can I know why you brought me here? God, can you just show me so that I will live my life based on the cause that you have for me? Hallelujah. Are we there? So the word way means a course of life or mode of action. It means a conversation, it means a journey, it means a manner. It means, listen to me. In the true sense, the things that God has ordained for your life is not what he has ordained for my life. Amen? David was a king, Joseph was a political figure, an economic advisor. That was a cause for his life. The life of David was rulership. That was a cause for his life. But both of them were influential figures as far as the history of Israel was concerned. There is something God has for your life. Even as a member of this local assembly. To the body of Christ, there is something very unique. To your immediate family, there is something very unique. There is a cause for you. You should sit and I say, God, can I know my end? Can I know why I'm existing? Can I know why you sent me here? Can I know why I was speaking to someone and I said, hey man, if it were possible, yes, I would relocate from Nigeria. But is that the cause God has for me? Yes, with all I'm seeing, all the beauty. Yes, with all the money outside of the world. Okay, I could be tempted, but is that the cause that God has for me? Some of you have not yet been able to find this, and that is why it's a little bit difficult. Listen to me. Do you know, if you work very closely, I've always said this, but I know things will change, and I believe things are going to change, and I know things are already changing. I don't have millions in my account, but I'm one of the most happiest being when I speak to people across the nations. When I see people get delivered from bondage and ignorance, my joy, money can't measure it. By no means. Why? I'm running on a cause, and the cause gives me joy. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Gives me joy wherever. As we're talking now, we already had South Africa is completely booked for the whole of November. I mean, of, of, of September, overflowing down to October. Now, I'll, start, I'll stop receiving invitations. Two other people called yesterday night, I told them I am not preaching in your church Because my calendar is filled I'm no longer taking an appointment For preaching because I don't want to stay Out of my church more than three weeks I love you, come on, hallelujah Are you hearing what I'm talking about Otherwise they want me to stay from the whole of September Down to October I'm running the course You need to find Listen to me you just need to be aware. I mean, I would like you to do the first prayer point. God, can I know my end? You see, that's why prayers, people go and pray, pray, pray. He just, hey amen. I love what this guy did. Saying, he said, a simple prayer to a mighty God. Uh, uh, did you see the banner? I saw it in the street when I came. I love that banner. A simple prayer to what? To a mighty God. No mighty prayer. A simple prayer to a mighty God. One word. Hear what the sister said this morning. Simple prayer. It's a simple prayer to what a mighty God. That's what works. God, can I know my end? What if God begin to reveal the end to you? Hallelujah. The next thing is, can I know the way so that look at the next scripture we're looking at there, Psalm one one, verse nine, verse thirty two. I will run the course or the way of your commandment for you shall enlarge what my heart. The word commandment. It's also talking about divine law. It talks about ordinance. It talks about precept. Now, I want to give you a simple illustration on how God was working in Israel. Can you turn with me to the book of First Chronicles 27? First Chronicles 27. Hallelujah. In the book of First Chronicles, let's look at verse 27. I mean in chapter 27, verse number one. Hallelujah. The way of that commandment. That command, whether human or divine. I want to run the way. And he said, the only way I can run the way is when you enlighten my heart. I will explain that. But let's deal with the cause. I'm looking at verse 1. Now, the children of Israel, after their number. In other words, everybody. To win. The chief fathers and captains of thousands and hundreds. And their officers. Are you that with me? That served the king. In a matter of what? Courses. Which came in and went out month by month throughout all the months of the year. Every course were twenty and four thousand. In other words, they grouped the people into twenty-four groups. And those twenty-four group of people come to serve the king in one month. They serve another twenty-four came, another twenty-four came. So the period of, is what you call like shifting duty. Are you see that? When you shift duty, that period of time is what you call what? cost. Are you beginning this now? So when he says, like we read before in Psalm talking about the cause of the way that we ought to live means, what duties are we supposed to be performing within a period of time in our lifetime? Is it making sense now? Meaning, even as the whole of Israel were divided into this group, even so today, the body of Christ is so divided divinely that you have a cause to fulfill for God. And that is a prayer. God, can I know my end? Can I know my own cause in the midst of the people? You know what? You can't be sitting down here and you are not going through the shift of duties because we are serving the king and every one of them some coming to serve the king once in the month they were supposed to be exchanging duties to do it and within that period it's what they call the cause and so many things begin to happen when you function within the period that God has ordained for you so when he said let me know my days <laughs> he's not saying let me know how old I'm going to be no 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 he's saying what are the things I'm supposed to be doing when I still have my body with me Hallelujah. Okay. Now, you know the story of uh, Zacharias? You know the story of Zacharias? That gave birth to John the Baptist? Elizabeth's husband. Do you know that? Okay. In Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Look at verse 5 and verse 8. Just give you a few scriptures here. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and verse number 8. The Bible says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the cause of Abia. The only state in the Bible in Nigeria. Abia state. Zachariah wasn't from Abia state. Can you imagine that? No, 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 no. Hey, pray. Oh, I can get one Abia man laughing now because Zachariah came from there. No, but point is Abia, the cause of Abia is a cause of Abia. Is that okay? Abiata was one of the priests. Is that okay? So, when we say the cause of Abiata, we're talking of the cause of Abiata. Okay. Alright. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Now, verse number 8. And it came to pass that why he did what? Executed the priest of it before God. What? In the order of his cause. Revelation came when you do your duties. God's mind is manifested to you when you are on your course. Hallelujah. God's mind is brought to you. God's promises are brought to you. God's gifts are brought to you. Barrenness are broken when you are on your course. While he executed, God came. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Okay. Just jump with me to the book of Acts chapter 13. Verse number 25. Listen folks. I don't want you to miss what I'm talking about. And I don't want you to miss your position in God. In the cause that he has for you in life. Because it makes no sense. It will be a realm of toiling all through the night. And yet to gathering nothing. You were not created and sent here by God to toil all through the night and gather nothing. Amen. He said, by that word, Peter said, we shall cast the net to the right hand side. And there they got a drop that they could not put out. I have to ask people to go help them. Business increased because they listened to the instructions of the master. Praise the Lord. Acts 13. Verse 25. And as John fulfilled his cause, did you get that there? Eh? He said, whom think ye that I am, I am not he, but behold, there cometh one after me, whose shoes of his feet I'm not worthy to lose. I've done fulfilled his cause. Can you get that? Now, this is where you should understand. John was supposed to be in the temple. Because his father Zacharias was a temple priest. But he has a cause different from his father's cause. While his father's cause was to bring him by Beata family into the temple, his own cause took him where to the wilderness. Now, when you are your cause, God also ordained that you, you are not the one to look for people, people will look for you. Come on, hear me here. All the way in the wilderness people were still going to meet John the Baptist. He was not in the temple. Why was he so? Because he was on his course. As he fulfilled his course. As he was doing what he was born to do. As he was doing exactly why he was sent here. God saw to it that people were sent to him as well. Hallelujah. Be sure you are in your cause, people. Be sure you know why you are here, people. Amen. Joy will be that will definitely come to your life. And people will look for you. Wherever you are. Look at Samuel. He was in Ramah. Ramah was not Jerusalem. But the Bible makes me to understand. People were going to look for Samuel in Ramah. He was fulfilling a cause as a risen prophet in Israel. After Eli, home? Wherever you be, your business may be in the obscure place. Yes, sir. I know strategically we need to put our business somewhere. But listen to me. If you are in your cause and you're doing it in the will of the Father, God is going to send people down to wherever you're going to be. I want you to know this morning that you didn't come here as a human being to waste your time. No. You come here to fulfill purposes. You come here to fulfill a cause that God has ordained for your life. Can I hear an amen to that? Look at Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. And verse 24. Hallelujah. The Bible says... Now, you know, Paul, they came in here, brought a girl who tied him and said, Hey, the man that has this belt, this is the way he's going to be suffering. Now, this way he's going to, you know, the prophecy was right. No problem. But this is the reply to the prophecy. But none of this is moving. Now that I can myself gear unto myself so that I might finish my course with what? With joy. And the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. There is something that moves you when you are on your cause. Fear is taken away. Hallelujah. So one of the things that takes away fear from your life is when you begin to walk in your cause. Praise the living God. You know, sometimes before I travel, things come, revelations come, ministrations come, but they can't stop me. None of this thing moved me. Remember the last time I went to go to Singapore? How the terrible accident and all of that. Cause begin to come, don't come again, don't come again. Went in body playing right there in Singapore, I was bleeding, but I was preaching. And God was glorified. Man's life, we are saved. Testimony is still abounding. That is one of the reasons they are saying, hey, we want you in Singapore next year. None of these things move me. Fear is taken out of your life. I have already said it. As long as for your cause, no devil can kill you, no human being can kill you, there is nothing that can destroy your life because you are dead to fulfill a purpose. Paul said none of these prophets move me. I don't want you to stop me from doing what I'm supposed to do. He prophesied I'm going to be in jail. Makes no difference. None of this will move me. Now I count myself dear unto myself. Glory to God. So that I might do what? Finish. There is a finish for every cause. You need to find out. Have I really even began at all? Can I know my end? Hallelujah. Amen. There are several shades of hell you need to find out. In fact, as you go to God, you begin to reveal certain things to you. That's the simple truth. There are things you can do for God. There are things you can do for your community. There are things you can do for a local assembly. There are things. This is my cause. Once you find it out with all joy, go ahead doing it. God will see to you that you are protected and preserved all the time. There is no power from hell that can snob you. There is a heavy testimony coming and very true you are going to get it. This guy came to me all battered, they couldn't perform. Came to me and said, man, I'm in trouble. I said, you in trouble? You take the word of God, you have no problem, one beat. <laughs> Yesterday we were talking, he said, look, I can't believe it. He said, I love you, I tell you, I love you. Say you didn't think about casting devil, you just gave me the word and I'm fine and strong. And here I am today. Receive the word. Psalm one three eight verse number two. The Bible says, "God magnify His word more than His name." Take the word; there is life in the word. So I just love you because you make it so simple for me, and I'm here today. Welcome. Testimonies are coming. Glory to God. Are you there? Okay. Look at First Second Timothy. We'll read that. Second Timothy four verse number seven. Paul was speaking, and said, don't don't disturb me. Come on, don't disturb me. Let me go on. Don't shut me down with prophecies. Don't shut me down that somebody wants to stop my business. Don't shut me down. If you know the business you are doing is of the Lord, let no man prophesy evil to you. Don't allow that to move you. Not at all. Because it's not man that gave you the business, it's God bring your prophecies to me. This is going to happen. That is going to happen. What's your business about that? I don't have this thing moving. That I may finish the course. Hallelujah. So there is a finishing. There is a completing. There is an upgrading of your business. No man can prophesy you down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at this. 2 Timothy 4. Verse number 7. After Paul has finally finished. Look at what he said. I have fought what? A good fight. After what? I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Come on here and amen to that. Yeah. I have fought a good fight. What was a good fight? Nobody discouraged me from continuing. No prophecy stopped me. I made sure I continue and I finished. He said, I have Fought a good fight. I finished my cause. I've kept the faith. You know what? What God ordained my life for, I finished it. And I knew I finished it. So, what's a good fight of faith? People tell you, good fight of faith. What's a good fight of faith? How do you fight a good fight of faith where you don't even know your cause? <laughs> Are you there with me? And you know, I hear people talk about a good fight of faith. I've kept the faith. What faith did he keep? The gospel of grace that God committed into his head. There is a place for you within the body of Christ. There is a place for you in your family. And there's a place for you in this church. Hallelujah! You have to come to the place where you can make the same declaration. I fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. You must come to that place, you know, man. I did it. It doesn't matter what somebody t- talked about me. It doesn't matter the prophecy. Can you see what the first time the prophet him. Don't go. He said, none of this thing move me. Neither that comes down my life dear to be preserved. I must go on to finish what God has ordained for my life. And when he finished, he knew he finished. Amen. That means you, we also know when you come to the place where you know that. Well, this is, somebody was speaking to me, I said, I know I'm giving myself a few more years. A few more years to fly the nations. But not more. And then that face will change to another face. But it's still part of the cause And two days ago, somebody was saying, man, I think you need to come with me to Australia next year. I'll give you the date first week. I mean Facebook of January or there, but you need to come with me to Australia. What you are sharing need to come to Australia. Men are hungry here. It's a good fight of it. We are finishing a course. Because I have very few more years to fly. I have to preserve this body to do God's work. I won't spend it on the plane. Huh? Come on, am I talking to someone? Yeah. When we finish impacting the nation, the level that we want will begin to bring them here to receive the word. They will be the one to fly, not me flying. That's the next phase. But there is a fight of faith we must fight. No man can stop us. Not even many can stop us. Am I talking to someone here this morning? So even so in your life, there is a good fight of faith because you have a cause. There is something God has brought you here to pursue. And no man is going to stop you. There is no devil too big to stop you from making progress. I'm telling you this from the depth of my heart. There is no enemy in creation that can stop you from making progress in life. Nobody. No enemy. No power. One beat. Hallelujah. How do you fulfill this? Go back again. Psalm 119 verse 32. Look at the B part. See what it said. One one nine verse thirty two. The power to fulfill a vision or the cause. You know, people who gave him the vision? God. Amen. Good. So it's not just a matter of writing down a vision; it is what God shows you that you have to write down. Did do you get what I'm talking about? It just capture the vision. I want to. Do, I want to do that. <laughs> what if that doesn't fall into the course of God for your life? Now we need to think about these things. They are fantastic messages. I love them all, but. The application is the next thing. Because you can dream up a dream that is not in God's cause for your life. Paul had a dream to kill Christian. That was a vision. Am I right? But was that a vision of God? Okay, there you are. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> God gave him his recourse, his revision, and that's why he said he fought a good fight of faith in the recourse and the revision God gave to him. Not killing of people. But that was still a vision. So the vision you write down does not equal the cause of God for your life. Am I talking to someone here? But when you get it from God, no man can stop you. No power can stop you. No devil can stop you. That vision protects you wherever you go. Praise the Lord. Remember when were in Malaysia and... (laughs) And some people were saying, somebody came and said, look, you can't talk to this man this way. I just love him. His message is straight and it's completely different from what we've been hearing here. You need to sit down and lay. They were fighting. I wasn't there. They came to report to me. And that little girl I will show you, the girl was crying when she learned I was going. And the father called me on the phone and said, my daughter, I've never cried for anybody in this world. So we don't know what to do now. So they give me the phone at the airport. Let me talk to her. I used to call her Angel. So I call her. I say, Angel, she came. I say yes. So just relax. I'm coming back next day. I say, you sure? I say yes. I'm sure. So okay, can I want you in our house, not in a hotel? I said, I'm coming. And the parents were surprised because they said we have never seen this girl cry for anybody in this world. There is something unique about you. There's not the unique. I'm after a cause. And at the mount of babe shall God perfect praise. She could be seeing what you are not seeing. God will give you favor. God will give you love. All around you things will be working for you because you are on a course. One guy came to me and said, look pastor. I, I can't help myself. This money was made for somebody's school fees. But for what you shared... I'm sowing it your life. $100, the bottle of wine with two ties. Please manage this and pray for me. I say, you're already blessed. Hallelujah. You see, I've never seen the Bible interpreted this way. I'm on a course. You're also on a course. Just find out your course. It will speak for you. Men will just love you. Come on. Am I talking to someone here? May we just like you? It's, not, it's because of the cause you carry, it's because you are functioning your cause. May we just like you. Everybody wanted to see Joseph. Everybody wanted to be around Joseph. Was he the most handsome man? In fact, from from, from Muslim concept and writings of the Muslim people, they said Joseph looked like a woman. I don't know but that kind of glory was on him so that he can find people within the realm that he was operating in are we there in Psalm 119 I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt do what enlarge my heart Mm -hmm. this is the key thing to enlarge the heart to broaden to make room Oh come on, listen to me. Get this right. You will enlighten my heart to believe, you will enlighten my heart to understand, you will enlighten my heart to know exactly what you want me to do for you. Every day I will be taking interest in what you want me to do in life. Every day my life will become more passionate. My passion. I will only fulfill your ways. I can only do your commandment when you enlighten my heart. When you make more room for me in my heart or believe into what you really want me to do. That is why anybody cannot stop you. So when Paul said, man, this thing doesn't move me, his heart was already enlarged for the cause that God has given to him. When you enlighten my heart, make room for me, broaden my heart. Do you love your business? Do you take delight in your business? Are you happy doing what you are doing? (laughs) Come on, are you there with me? It's the test to prove that you are on the course. Are you happy? Do you feel excited doing what you are doing? I will fulfill your call or cause when you enlarge my heart. Where you are now, is there any joy in that thing which you are doing? Do you think so? How exciting is your business to you? Because that will mean that this is your cause and your job in your life. You know, your heart gets at, you know, you keep on seeing the, the need to be where you are, you keep on seeing the need to do what you're doing, you keep on seeing joy rolling into your life because you are doing what you're doing. Hallelujah. My heart. The word heart. Lab. The Hebrew word is lab. And it means feeling. It means the will and the intellect. Likewise for the center of anything. Now I want you to think about that. The heart. which has to do with the will. Your feelings, your intellects. How do you feel about your business? How do you feel about what you're doing? What is your feeling even about life generally? Do you feel discouraged? And yet you are supposed to run a course here. God says, the world is saying, he will enlarge your heart to be able to fulfill this commandment, which has to do with this world. That is why. Oh, come on. You see, I want you to understand what I'm saying this morning. Try to find out exactly what God really has for you, and I believe you, so many of you are in the very place that God really intended for you. I want you to stay on and see exactly what I'm talking about. Do you find new discoveries in this thing that you are asked to do? You are amazed, do you see new discoveries on it every day? I'll be teaching on the kingdom, but when God started to speak to me, just on Thursday, I came here, I just sat and took the Bible, and I was going through the Book of Hebrews, and it begin to speak to me about the kingdom of God the way I have never seen it before. Do you see more revelations on the things you are doing? That's the enlarging of the heart to fulfill the cause. Do you know when the Bible says kingdom of God is more meat and drink? But righteousness and joy peace in the Holy Spirit. We all know that. What is meat and drink? He's not talking about clothing. God said, no, I'm not talking about clothing here. I'm not even talking about food in the kitchen. I'm talking about the religion of the Jews. So what he said, God's kingdom have nothing to do with religion; it's all to do with life. I will explain that to you some subsequent time and teachings. He said, "My dear, listen to my son. I'm not talking when I say it's not meat and drink. I'm not talking about clothing. I'm not talking about food. I'm not saying you don't need that. You need that because God said you need that. Did He say so? He said even the gentiles. Because if you look at that, it's confusing." The kingdom of God is more meat and drink. But yet in Matthew chapter 6, he said the gentile seek for this. God knows that you have need of them. Can you get that? So he said, son dog, that's not what I'm talking about. You need it. When I'm saying it, God's kingdom is not religion. But it's a life that attracts those things. Come on. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I'm on the course, so I see more things every day. That's what I'm saying. If you're on your course, more revelation comes to you. Joy comes into your spirit. Because you know you are there. And I promise you this morning. The peace that God spoke to us this day. Will land in your home. It will never be put out. And the very cause that God has for you. That you shall walk in. And no power. And thus universe is able to stop you. From making progress in what God has ordained for your life. So I speak into your business this morning. Come on stand up here. I speak into your business this morning. I speak into your family this morning. You will make progress like never before. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you are on a cause and this God you shall fulfill. There is no power, no devil so strong that can stop you. No prophecy so strong that can stop you. You can no longer be intimidated in life. There is nothing to stop your progress in life because you are in a cause for God. The power of that cause I release this morning around you. Let it touch your life. Let it touch your business in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. are free from those embarrassment come on now you are free from those embarrassment God is on the throne God is on the throne God is on the throne God God reigns upon the universe he reigns he reigns glory to God you fulfill your cause you will also fight a good fight of it. you will finish your cause Yes, Lord, you will finish your cause. You will fight a good fight. You will keep the faith. Nothing will take you out in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll Clothe your homes with His presence this morning, and I must remind you of this peace which God has spoken. Position yourself for the peace of God. Position yourself for the love of God. Come on, open your heart and let God enlarge his cause in your heart. Come before him, seek his face in any dimension. And God's God's glory is going to come. 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 Upon your life in the name of Jesus.